0: joining me as usual are scott and alex say hello hello see i reversed the names that time all right today (laughs) changing it up (laughs) do you always say scott and alex i think i say alex and scott Mm. i don't know use our facebook page people tell us we're wrong yeah that's like that's gonna happen um (laughs) keeping with the holiday spirit we're doing another christmas movie scott what are we talking
1: about talking about the classic Bill Murray starring Scrooged, Uh, the adaptation of uh, Christmas Carol, which has had, I don't know, it's probably a solid 20 different movies, animated and otherwise, uh, that are are different takes on this. Uh, There always seems to be a new one every few years. I'm pretty sure Akira Kurosawa made one, too. (laughs) Yeah, they were all based on the Kurosawa version of it when, uh, Scrooge commits Seppuku at the end to appease the, the Shogun. He um, plays Sudoku at the end?
2: Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Does he appease the Shogun of Harlem?
0: <laughs> I forgot to introduce special guest, Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> Very nice. Cricket-heavy
1: cricket cricket episode. Uh, um, eggnog. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, there always seems to be one coming out every few years, including, what was the last one, the super creepy uh, one with Jim Carrey, where they did the the lifelike CGI that uh, Robert Zemeckis seems Temeckis. to be all about now these days. Uh. The very definition of the uncanny valley. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this this was back in the late 80s, um, 88, 89. Uh, the- just a different take on it, and it, it works very well, mostly because of Bill Murray. Um, I, I don't know how well you guys remember the movie. Uh, for, for me, it was probably other than, uh, like, the Disney versions of different things, like the Disney version of Scrooge, or of uh, Christmas Carol. This is the, the first movie as a kid that I thought of when I thought of holiday movies. Um, Before Christmas but, Story? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. when I... When, I thought about, oh, movies coming up. this is the one that I always thought about, the one I wanted to see. I mean, other than I mean there's always the kid stuff, the cartoons, and then things like peanuts. Um, I don't know if we talked about it at all talked about this at all last week, but what what would you say your favorite Christmas movies are overall? Crossover moment <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's good f- a laser a laser blast with a question mark at the end You like
1: we'll see if I feel like putting in the sound effect or not. <laughs>
0: Die
2: Hard hard. (laughs) I gotta say (laughs) yes Christmas Story Scrooge and Die Hard
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Christmas Story um, Christmas Vacation and yeah I don't know it probably would be the Mickey Mouse version of Christmas Story so that's my version of this that I remember the most
1: yeah so mine well, mine be very similar uh, to what you guys were putting up there Christmas vacation uh, Scrooged the the Disney thing uh, Christmas story uh, they're they're all they're all good and really only the Disney one kind of follows the whole Christmas spirit formula how we all need to be better people I mean and Scrooge does too to an extent uh, just it, it hammers the be better people message home with Christmas time. Uh, but the other ones aren't like chock full of the usual, oh, it's Christmas miracle, blah, blah, blah. That kind of kind of kills most Christmas movies. Uh, oh, Murray, Theo, it's the time of miracles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, the get, get into a little bit of the movie here. Um, it starts, uh, Bill Murray plays a TV exec, he's the president of a TV network, if I remember correctly, uh, Frank Cross. And he's just kind of completely mercenary, do whatever it takes to get ratings, uh, go, kind of a cartoonish, <laughs> mustache-twirling villain almost. At one point, early in the movie, he, he goes over to his secretary's desk and rips off a picture that one of her kids has painted because the, one of the people had 11 fingers, and he says, he says it's garbage, and he throws it away. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, and this starts off, it, it's classic Murray. He, he starts off in the, the boardroom with all the execs, and he he's unhappy with everything, and at the end of the meeting he says, Now I have to kill all of you. Yeah. So, and then who pops up? Uh, excuse me, sir! Yeah. <laughs> we see a bobcat um, in fine form. With, with, with combed hair and yeah, does shirt that doesn't, fits and everything. Yeah, he doesn't go full bobcat uh, characterization until later in the movie. Yeah, not yet. You know, that's... It was a long time before people realized that Bobcat was just playing a character. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, he's talk. He has the, the weird speech. Yeah. Do that again? Do that again. I'm not gonna do that again. <laughs> I failed miserably uh, trying to do a Bobcat Goldwit. That almost sounded kind of like a walk in. It's yeah. tough, you gotta yeah, it's it's hard not to fall into walk in or troll to when doing any impression for me, so Oh my gosh. my Bobcat Goldwave, oh my gosh. You know, they they establish his character early. He's kind of just super slimy. Uh, he his secretary's asking him what he wants to give various people as Christmas gifts, and just on down the list, he just says towel, 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 VHS. Yeah, tow, there's some tow. important people that got a VHS. Yeah. And then at one point, um, she asks him what he wants to get his brother, and he thinks about it for a second and says towel. After they'd already established that he was willing to give a VHS to somebody else. Yeah. And this is the late 80s. Like, the VHS is, like, the coolest piece of electronic equipment you could give somebody. It's like a Blu-ray so. nowadays, kids.
2: Mm-hmm. Or an yeah. Xbox or something, yeah. X-Bone. That you won on a raffle. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know what kind of asshole that would be, <laughs> be that lucky. Uh, the biggest kind. <laughs>
1: So, and uh, this goes on to set up um, him being a, a complete jerk. Now they're going to put on this live version of Christmas Carol, which is actually kind of funny in light of the last couple of years with NBC doing these live versions of The Sound of Music and Peter Pan. Um, I did not watch either one. Maybe maybe they're okay. I'm guessing they're not that
2: great. Didn't we get walk-in um, updates on one of these <laughs> podcasts?
1: I, I yes, Scott. Yeah, yeah no, I stopped in I st- I stopped in the middle, <laughs> yeah, to, to mention that he had the Robert De Niro mole for some reason. <laughs> they just plugged <laughs> it onto his face. Uh and he started dancing. It was it was hard to pull away actually. Uh, um to get back to the podcast when I was watching that in the background. Um but yeah, they are doing they're gonna do this live version it looks super cheesy. Um and they they show the other programming on this, this fictional T V network. Uh, including uh, a friend of the show, Robert Goulet, <laughs> doing, it, doing oh, yeah. a Cajun, Cajun Christmas, and it still cracks me up. Uh, he's he's like in a swamp. The show commercial for his Christmas special, and he's singing, I forget what he's singing, but he's in a swamp on, on some kind of canoe, and he's got the pole, and he's just pulling along, and he, he stops singing for one second to look behind him, because there's like gators chasing him. <laughs> <Right? Yes. laughs> it makes no sense, but it's It was awesome. ridiculous. Yeah, and then they do the the spoof, the the night the reindeer died, where they do like the action movie. Um and the tagline for all this is You'll Love It with Y U L E Yeah You'll Love It. Yeah. So yeah, they, and then, they go from
2: there. I love Goulet! The original promo that the execs all pitched to um Cross to Bill Murray. It was like an old, you know, British dude just like in a uh, masterpiece theater just oh the great have...
1: uh, John Hausman also Housman. known as the he's not played uh, <laughs> the uh, DMV instructor or the driving instructor in Naked Gun <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> extend your arm oh man that's Stand awesome extend your middle finger good <laughs> that guy's awesome sorry Alex going on I'm just a no minute. that's fine
2: that's I didn't know that but uh, yeah it's this very you know standard promo for Dickens classic and then that's when Bill Murray says I have to kill all of you this is boring it's terrible this is the promo (laughs) it's like this year and it's this whole apocalyptic thing it's like you (laughs) gotta make people afraid that they're gonna die if they miss this program (laughs) like
1: planes are blowing up (laughs) (laughs) planes are blowing up people are getting shot in the face on the freeway (laughs) it's so horrible it's sad that they and he wants to run
0: all right, crossover moment. Whoa. What's your favorite fake TV studio or station in a movie? Mm. I like the OCP station from RoboCop. Okay, that's a good one. I, I thought of that. Buy one.
1: that for a dollar. Yeah, <laughs>
2: climbing for dollars.
0: So, what about Running Man?
1: Running that's Man, pretty, a
0: pretty good one. Good. Yeah. And all of UHF. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it counts, but um, Starship Troopers would you like to know count?
2: More?
1: That was more of an internet thing, but yeah, that's good. I, I'd say all the the fake cop movies in The Simpsons, like McGarnacle and McBain. I, yeah, I don't know how many. McGarnacle only had like the one thing, right? Or was there no,
2: there was there was two. Okay, there's two. McGarnacle. It turns
1: out like the McBain had like a full like if you watch the whole. 20 yep. seasons are the hell are out now. They actually go through like several movies in the background. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a bunch of, if you put all the little clips together, I think there's a YouTube video of all the McBain clips put together and it's almost, it's pretty close to a cohesive movie. Yeah.
1: Mendoza! Awesome. <laughs> so that, that's Just christened a new boat.
2: <laughs> Live forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Little Susie's <laughs> yeah. all grown up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess just the Springfield uh, news station with Kent Brockman and this is our man
1: Springfield. <laughs> my top right. ten, one of my top ten favorite lines uh, from any Simpsons episode is Arnie Pie, when <laughs> Kent asks him like Homer's on the run from the police for some reason, and he, he gives, goes into a drainage pipe, and <laughs> Kent asks Arnie what he's what's happening, and Arnie says, "I can't see through metal, Kent." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nice. Oh, Arnie, we should. don't have
1: time for this. <laughs> I'm taking off my shoe now. I'm going to try to throw it at the suspect.
2: <laughs> Arnie, and please, I'm we th- don't have time for this.
1: You're not the time, Kent. You're <laughs> not the time. Well, that would be up there for me, too. But, uh, yeah, uh, the Simpson stuff. stuff.
0: I, for stuff. one, welcome our new overlord. <laughs> <laughs> he has the sign in the back.
1: <laughs> Classic. Anyway okay so they're they're running the promo for this movie And they have different things and uh, the <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny now they have Jamie Farr <laughs> is, is one of the starring people in the movie. Uh, I think it's Bob Cratchit um, Jamie Farr as cl- cleaner fame for mash for for anybody that's That mm-hmm. knows what a VHS is <laughs> as we mm-hmm. mentioned before. Uh, they, and the probably funniest of all, they have Mary Lou Retton as Tiny Tim. Yeah, <laughs> and they just show her like doing backflips down a runway, <laughs> landing. But she's got the tiny, the Tiny Tim getup. The miracle. Yeah, Sans the uh, the crutch. Uh, so they, they do all this that stuff, and it's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, they set all that up, and then uh, Bill Murray's character Frank. ...is up in his office... ...and all of a sudden... ...things start to get a little weird... ...when this... ...basically a corpse shows up... ...and the, I remember it being super gross as a kid... Like a, ...like a rat crawls out of him or something... ...I don't know if that you guys was, remember... ...yeah...
2: it's rat uh, of a skull... ...it was awesome...
1: Yeah, ...and it turns out to be the analog to the... Um, ...Jacob Marley character... ...from Christmas Carol... ...Christmas Carol used to be his old... ...in this case it's his old boss... And he, he tells Frank that he needs to change his ways or, you know, he's going to be in trouble. And, you know, Frank doesn't, isn't having any of it, but uh, some freaky stuff happens where he gets um, basically pushed through the window yeah, on the fa- high he rise. <laughs> he phases Bill Murray through the window, yeah. which I thought yeah, that's, was that's the coolest
2: freaking thing I've ever seen in movies up until that point.
1: Yeah, with this creepy corpse arm. And yeah. um, I, I did like that they went, in the, in the movie, they went pretty dark on some of the the ghost stuff. Uh, you know, they could, could have been like super light, but they, they yeah, they, they definitely dark, it made it pretty dark. Yeah, And, it, and later they, on with some of the other stuff too.
2: when Bill Murray was like panicking and stuff, he's clawing at the arm and it's actually coming apart. <laughs> and that's what makes Bill Murray like fall from uh,
1: like the top floor of the building. That was awesome. And then he, he lands, but he just wakes up and he's back in his chair. I forget if he's on the set or if he's... Um, back in his office, I forget where. I think this one was back in his office. Okay. Yeah, he starts to kind of freak out a little bit. Um, he goes down to make sure everything is, is uh, going well because the, the show is being filmed live in the same uh, building that he has his office. Um, he goes down there to check up on things and then I, f- I forget how the transition here, but he takes a cab to go somewhere and uh, the cab turns out to be the Ghost of Christmas Pass.
2: Yeah, he was at lunch with uh, the station's owner, and then one of his friend's sons, was the Robert also joined him for, Yeah, also the joins Robert Also Jones him for lunch, and he feels threatened, like Bill Murray's going to get replaced or something by this guy.
1: Oh, it's the same guy from uh... Gremlins Two. Gremlins Two. Thank you. <laughs> Gremlins Same 2 slime and it was
2: uh, Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville
1: okay Yeah. so gets in a cab more freaky stuff starts happening uh, the cab winds up going back in time because it's to Christmas Pass uh, the great David Johansson great character actor takes him back and he takes him to his old house in 1950 whatever when he's a kid um, and it's Christmas time <laughs> and uh, Brian Doyle Murray Doyle Murray's older brother in real yeah. life. Yes. He um, play, plays his dad here. And <laughs> he comes home. And he's like, Dad, you're home. What would you get me? He's like, here you go, son. He drops a, just a paper wrap something in front of him. He's like, is it a choo-choo train? <laughs> yeah. And Brian, Mur- Brian Doyle Murray's character says, no, it's five, pa- it's five pounds of veal. <laughs> it's not a choo-choo train. It's five pounds of veal. <laughs> yeah. And he goes on this tirade about about how... All people complain about is how they don't want to work and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you want something, you know, it's, you, have to, you have to work for it. I don't want to hear excuses. Oh, my back hurts. Oh, I'm four years old. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time his, mo- his mom is there smoking and pregnant, by the way. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it is the 50s.
2: It was healthy back then. Yeah. yeah.
1: The smooth taste of Laramie or, cigarettes. Yeah, Laramies. Uh, so his is mom wishes him a happy, a Merry Christmas and she goes back upstairs and uh
2: Niagara Falls Frankie <laughs> yeah
1: Bill, Bill Murray's character starts crying and he just says he, it was because he was happy he got the veal because that would be worth like $50 today <laughs> but, well
2: and your $50 in 1989 dollars
1: yeah oh man that'd be worth like a million bucks today probably uh so you, you kind of see Frank crack a little bit here you know you g- get back to the um, him actually being a real human being. Um, I forget if the cab takes him straight back to the...
2: No, then they go to his life at the Christmas party at the station when he's just a, a male boy.
1: That's right. So it starts off him at, yeah, working for the, for the TV network. And he's just kind of low on the rung, low on the, the totem pole there. And he meets uh, still Foxy, uh, Karen Allen... And they hit it off, and he has this relationship. And he seems like a good guy at this point. Um, you know. Looking at the younger version of him. Even though in the movie, the the younger version of Bill Murray doesn't look that much younger than the version that they're showing there. The... <laughs> uh. It's him as a ghost, as it were. Uh. So they, they go through all that. Um, you get more of the backstory. And then he's back in the present day. So he gets back to the studio some more stuff happens with the production the live production of Scrooge as they call it through the entire movie they never called Christmas Carol they always called Scrooge he, he meets the ghost of Christmas present finds out like all these people that that are part of his life that he's just kind of ignoring and being jerks to that they're real people too and they they have their own problems and it is their better of him I'm including some uh, some homeless people that wind up freezing to death that's another moment that's really dark. Um, and it's, Frank it's gets pretty upset about that. Mama mm-hmm. Fratelli is one of the bums. Is she?
2: I thought she was. I don't remember that, but it could be.
1: Yeah. I know I know one of the guys that freezes to death is the guy that gives Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone the the RV in uh, <laughs> Tango <it's Hingham laughs> Cash.
2: Yeah, use their cue.
1: Yeah. For some
2: reason. So... Um, you know, who's again, the ghost?
0: Who's the ghost of Christmas Present? Is that Carol Kane?
2: It's Carol oh, Kane. Yeah, and she beats the hell out of yeah, yeah, so Mary. Yeah, I love that.
1: It, kind of weird. Yeah, she just keeps beating the shit out of him. I guess that's how it works to, to get the message across. And she actually, they actually kind of spell it out. I think she says the truth hurts a couple times. Um, so that's that's how. The only way that Frank seems to be able to process stuff is to go through these emotional and physical dramas um so yeah he sees all the stuff going on he, he sees his brother and how uh, his brother kind of sticks up for him even though everybody else um saying he's just kind of a, a jerk um and that kind of gets to frank and then bam he's back again and this time he really freaks out uh he he starts at people on the set while they're filming. Um, Would you please hold the sky damn hammering? <laughs> okay. Then
2: the whole set falls over.
1: So he's, he's like having a nervous breakdown now. Um, and this is after he tells somebody to to staple some antlers on a mouse. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> That's so part could, of the we tried glue, sets. but they're just not
2: staying on there. Well, why don't you staple them? <laughs>
1: yeah. So he, Frank's character starts to have a nervous breakdown... The, the slime ball from earlier, slime ball, one of the slime ball execs from earlier, the guy that was at the lunch that Alex mentioned, um, sees this as his chance and just kind of ushers him off the set. Um, as soon as they get to the elevator to take him upstairs, the ghost of Christmas futures there, but it's just the guy for the, uh, for the yeah. actual production, not but,
2: the... Bill Murray flips side. He's like, oh my gosh, please. Please, don't, don't tell me I'm going to die. <laughs> he's on his knees holding. He's like, hey, buddy, <laughs> I got to get to
1: the set. He's
2: like, oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's the same guy. and <laughs> As the elevator door is closing, Murray's in there by himself. He's like, that guy's going to be a big stud. <laughs> <laughs> so convincing. Mm-hmm. So he it's just Murray on the elevator, and it stops. And the ghost of Christmas future gets on again. Uh, only this time as the audience you can tell something's a little different about it Um, and Murray peeks under the uh, the robes and there's these freaky ass puppets under there (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know within the logic of the movie it's they're like demons and shit Um, so he really does freak out they they show the future Um, he sees that the love of his life has become like him just kind of this heartless uh, mercenary type person, um, and that that bothers him, and then he eventually goes to his own funeral and realizes, as in the Christmas carol, that the person being buried is actually him, um, in this case, cremated um,
2: oh, that was freaky, yeah, was it was very n-
1: disturbing, so yeah, you can see and then it he gets kind of phased into the coffin as it's being burned It's yeah, just a uh, pretty hairy scene yeah then he he finally. At this point, repents, which in the in the pantheon of the Christmas spirit and all that shit, it it's kind of bullshit. Like if if you're being set on fire, of course you're going to say like, "I swear, I'll be good from here." You know. Although at this point, he's kind of made the conversion to to wanting to be a good guy.
2: But um, I don't know. In in other versions of the story, it's like, oh, a Scrooge goes and he sees his grave.
1: Yeah. But, I mean,
2: he's already super old in all the depictions that I've seen, so it could be, like, the next day that he dies. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. <laughs> so, so he's like,
1: oh, no. Like, yeah, maybe that's what happened. Maybe he just had the one really good day after that where he, like, gave Bob Cratchit the – made him a partner and bought Tiny Tim another crutch or whatever it was. <laughs> Instead of a Christmas goose, yeah, he bought him and then, and then he died the next day. And so people were like – Fucking died. Like, yeah, he was a dick, but he was really nice for that one day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he's a monster, but he's gonna be dead soon. So I like it. <laughs>
1: I just, I, I, I don't know. Just on a personal level, I that whole, the the whole or else argument has never held much water for me. He's like gonna... you should, you should want to be a good people because you can see like how other people are miserable. Like that makes sense to me. The 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 final argument though, or the the ultimate argument, being you're gonna pay for it. I I don't know.
2: By dying. Now, if they showed an image of Scrooge in hell with all the chains that he was fashioning for himself that would've been freaky
1: well that that's what I'm saying though like that that I don't like
2: oh scare tactics hey you better be good or else I'm gonna scare yeah. you yeah yeah like so, okay being forced to be good or forced to, or tricked to be good basically exactly
1: Cause then, it's to, just yeah. like it's it's lacking like some <clears throat> genuine like, like if he wants to be good because he sees like oh like his secretary turns out to have this autistic kid and he, you know, he never gave a shit about it. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, wow, like, I could have been helping her this whole time. Or how his brother's a good guy and he's been ignoring him. Or how the, these people that his ex-girlfriend's been helping, like, they're going to freeze to death if he doesn't do something. Like, that that makes more sense to me than just, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, pay for it later. Like, that just makes it all the more selfish. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of rambling on that. but, uh... but Anyway, so he, hmm. he 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 repents. He goes out of the coffin, and he's back in the real world again with the, the hallelujah music playing. And he's in the middle of the, the set, and he just breaks everything up, and he shuts down the production and starts talking directly to the camera live. Uh, the great Robert Mitchum uh, has a small part in this, but he... Nice to Mitchum. Yeah, he he calls the studio up, just basically to raise hell. And he goes from there. Bobcat comes back in all his full Bobcat glory. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> not the <touch> that dial. <laughs> Only, you know, because he, he's been fired earlier in the movie. But he gets rehired now that uh, Frank Cross is a good guy now. And they... they <laughs> it's kind of funny. There's, there's going to be some repercussions because he basically breaks into the control room. The Bobcat character with a shotgun. <laughs> and holds everybody hostage. So, <laughs> even though the movie ends on a high note, there's going to be... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Things time. are gonna go so good for Bobcat.
2: Um, uh, it's the '80s, and he's an executive. He'll be fine. Just,
1: they were taking the law into their own hands. Mm-hmm. So he, Bill, Bill Ring is one of the better speeches on of you know what it means to have the Christmas spirit. And, yeah, um,
2: there was like tears welling up in his eyes and stuff. I don't know if he was actually feeling something or if he was if he's just a really good badass actor. But it
1: gets me choked up. Yeah, so it, it's yeah, it's a pretty good speech about how you should want to give, and the movie ends with him singing to the audience. <laughs> Put a little love in your heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
0: and the little boy says, "The boy who doesn't talk throughout the entire movie."
1: Yeah, so so to kind of cap everything, the, the whole Tiny Tim, Christmas Carol thing. The the secretary brings her son to work because. She can't afford a babysitter, and Frank's forced him to work on Christmas. (laughs)
2: That's awesome. Bill Murray is just walking on the set earlier in the movie. He's like, hey, who's that? Who are you? And he pulls the kid apart He's like, who are you? What are you doing here? Don't you know you're not supposed to be here? (laughs) He's about to send him to some orphanage or something. He's yelling at the kid. The secretary has to come up. He's like, leave him alone. That's my son.
1: Yeah, so mm -hmm. after Bill Murray finishes his speech, uh, the kid's looking up at him, and he's like, oh, what... Did I miss something, big man? And the the kid talks. That's the kid's deal. Is the kid like won't talk to anybody, even his mom? But he, he knows enough to say, "God bless us, everyone," just as Tiny Tim would. And mm-hmm. uh,
2: no more crutches.
1: Yeah. Well, they alluded to that earlier in the movie too, where um, because he hasn't you know treated his secretary properly, she's not able to get the proper medical care for her kid. And yeah. He winds up. I think he winds up dying. Um, yeah like so some, some points of this movie are real downers mm-hmm. uh, much more so than the actual Christmas Carol story because that pretty much just has the tiny Tim character dying but this has all kinds of things um, even him going back to see his parents again was kind of kind of rough mm-hmm. um, but they yeah they finish up on on the high notes it it despite kind of the whole Christmas spirit bullshit thing that I talked about at the beginning um, <laughs> uh-huh. it it that still all, works. All that bullshit. Yeah, it it still works for me. Uh, you know, it's just, it just it's nice to have kind of the that uh, the super happy ending every once in a while, um, and, and it works in this case. I mean,
0: all Christmas movies have to have that, that right?
2: Uh,
1: for it's the not, most part, yeah. Not even I mean,
0: a Christmas movie technically doesn't have it.
1: Well, well I, I mean, know. a lot of movies will go will go for it, and just sometimes, just like okay, that's just how they're going to go with it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, you know, it it works. Like, I, I really did like that they they finished on the super high note, as opposed to just being like, okay, that's how they ended it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess Silent Night, Deadly Night probably didn't have a super happy funny. <laughs> <either.
1: laughs> well, it's like a Christmas story. It doesn't really, it's more Oh, what like do you mean? Se- no, no, I mean, it's more of like a series of stories rather than just one big build-up to the, to the mega happy ending. Okay.
0: Yeah. You didn't say the build up part, you said it had a happy ending.
1: Oh no, no, it had a happy ending. I'm just saying it wasn't like everybody learned the meaning of Christmas at the end of the movie. Like that <laughs> <it> wasn't that <laughs> everyone?
0: Like it. No, it was just Bill Murray.
1: Well, I'm talking about Christmas story. No, but okay. Yeah. And then Karen Allen shows up. Uh Marion Ravenwood. Mm-hmm. She
2: sure does.
1: And then the the mom from Goonies. And the and the shrink from lethal weapon is also there for some reason. <laughs> that's right. So yeah, that's Scrooged.
2: So
0: last year, two years ago, <laughs> me and my buddy went to see uh, Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith, friends of ours. That, um, <laughs> personal friends. <laughs> <podcast. laughs> <laughs> uh, down in Hollywood and uh, they, it was around Christmas time and, what was it, Hollywood Babylon? yeah, that's what it was and then uh, Ralph Garman's impersonations he did the speech as Bill Murray and it was freaking awesome everyone in the crowd was like oh my god, it felt like we were there on set and from Scrooge that's he's going to feel great and you're just going to help everybody and it's just going to be awesome and, just- <laughs> and it was, it was awesome <laughs> And then Kevin Smith, thinks are tearing up on stage. He's like, man, it was beautiful.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, that's my uh, story that I had to tell mm-hmm. right now, <laughs> today. Um, I, like I said, I've, I like this movie. It's not nearly on top of my list of the other Christmas movies, but um, I've always enjoyed it. I just don't watch it enough. It's one of those ones that I don't make a tradition out of watching, like, Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, Die Hard. <laughs> <Of course>. Forced. <laughs>
2: I force myself to watch yep. it. Uh, well, this one I don't.
1: A- can't get away from a Christmas story.
2: Yeah, yeah that's true. Ooh, what channel's doing the marathon this year? It's always TNT.
1: TBS. Dynamite? TBS. Yeah, it's one of the Turner stations. One sure, of the Turner, so. no, yeah.
2: Very funny.
0: Very funny. Um... So yeah, I like it, but not. It's not you know. It probably wouldn't be in my top five, but it would be just just out of it. Um, Bill Murray, like this transformation. It's very similar to Groundhog's Day. Would you not say? He's not as big of a dick in Groundhog's Day, but he pretty much goes to this transformation. Same thing about like bums dying on the street, trying to.
1: <laughs> um, that is true. That yeah, is very true. Um, um,
2: some it's just some people's time. <laughs> But he's good at it. You know, I think
0: you mentioned earlier, is, is he really passionate or is he a good actor? I think he's just a great actor. I mean, as, you, as he's gone on later in life to, to do more drama stuff, as funny as he is, I think he is a really good actor as well. So. He's,
1: he's got that kind of sweet spot of being able to, to be a goofball or be a jerk, but still be likable.
2: Yeah, so he's got that going for him, too. <laughs> yeah, I got...
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice pull, <pool>, Alex. <laughs> nice pull. From a um,
2: sports movie, and you still I got know.
0: it.
1: Golf, Golf isn't a sport. Let's make it; it's in the whore. And have we not done Caddyshack?
2: Mm-mm. Ooh, not yet. Oh, Wait, okay. uh, that might be somebody's pick at the end of this episode. Not yours. Uh, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, he—it's just something about Murray doing, you know. Doing all the heavy lifting in these movies, you know, just because he can. And this might have been the first one, right? So this was before Groundhog's Day, I think.
2: Yeah. Was. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh. So the second movie with ghosts, probably. I think <laughs> <laughs> so this was, was before Ghostbusters Two, right?
2: Yes, it was. It was in between, yeah. I believe. So.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: I only remember a couple of Bill Rain. Murray's movies before this, and that would have been yeah, Ghostbusters, Caddyshack. Um, Rushmore. That? No, it's not before this. What's oh. the... <laughs> the army movie? Uh, Stripes. 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 Hilarious.
1: I know meatballs. I'm missing. I've never seen Meatballs actually. It. I. I guess I would recommend it, but not super highly. The first one, anyways. It's <laughs> yeah. the ones after that are complete dog
2: shit. I've only seen yeah, the meatballs with the E. T. rip off oh, alien God. in We've only seen that one. <laughs>
1: so fucking terrible.
0: What it gave me nightmares, I'm sure. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: What about uh where the Buffalo Room? He played uh Hunter S. Thompson way before uh Johnny Depp did. Really? Yeah.
0: What about What's that movie where he like dresses up as a clown and he robs a bank?
2: <laughs> That's Bobcat Goldwaith. shakes the no. clown.
0: No. No. Nope. No. It's it's like got Gina, the clown. Gina Davis and Quick Change. That's it. Yeah. And what about Sorry. So I'm looking right now. What about Bob? Yeah, what about Bob? That was called
2: Failing. Yeah, that
0: was after. All right. So after SNL it was Meatballs. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. You got where the Buffalo roam. <laughs> yeah. Caddyshack Stripes. Some TV movie stuff, and then Tootsie. Never seen it. And then Ghostbusters. Nothing lasts forever. Raging Edge. Little Shop Horror. Horrors. Scrooged. Ghostbusters Two. Mm-hmm. Quick Change. What about Bob? Groundhog's Day. Um. Nah. Then it just goes on. Edward. Ra- razor's Edge. Yeah. Kingpin. Space Jam. The Man Who. <laughs> too little. Kingpin. He's <laughs> in
1: <some> Space Jam. <laughs>
0: Garfield 2. I didn't know he was in Garfield 2. He was—he makes fun of Garfield and he's still in Garfield 2. I guess they gave him a lot of money. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's funny how many of do that.
2: Well, Mr. Murray, do you have any regrets? Garfield. Yeah. It's Bill frickin' Murray. Bill fucking Murray. Yeah. Right, did he actually do the voice of Garfield in the cartoon?
1: No. It was a different guy.
2: Yeah, it was the same guy that did his character in the Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, okay, that's maybe right. why I always right. thought and it they, was. that they, yeah. they were both like similar. It, well, oh, it was the same okay. guy that did the voice and they, yeah, both
1: most <laughs> right. 80s cartoons. There was like ten people doing all yeah. the voices. And Casey Kasem was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's 60s, 70s, and then they just. I uh, watched the 80s, so therefore it's 80s. You're mm-hmm. you're right.
2: They pieced a bit, together a bunch of audio clips from Mel Blank and that was the rest of the people. <laughs> just cut it together. Mm-hmm. But, yep. All right. Since Scott
0: kind of mentioned this earlier, what is your favorite adaptation of Christmas Story? Or, no, uh, Christmas Carol. So, first of all, have you guys read the book?
1: No. Um, no, nope. you know, I don't remember.
0: I think to we say supposed I to, but I don't I think, think I, I did. did.
1: I, I was probably for school. It had to be.
0: Yeah, I think it was, was in, our, positive
2: one, of, in it. one of those stories
0: that's in the big textbook.
1: Oh no, yeah, and it had drawings in it. I remember. It was it was like a novella, so it wasn't very
2: long. Yeah, um,
0: I still don't think I watched it. I just got my information from the Mickey Mouse one, so that is my favorite one. I it <laughs> earlier. That's the one I grew up with.
1: Yeah, that, that's probably my my favorite one. And then yeah. Scrooge, the the George C. Scott one's awesome, just because it has George C.
2: Scott. <laughs> ah.
1: My groin! Uh, Tiny my, Tim... My future!
2: Yeah, Tiny Tim just puts his... His freaking crutch retin's right crotch. Crutch crotch. crotch. <laughs> ah, my groin! Uh, anyways, my favorite interpretation was in actually the episode of the real Ghostbusters cartoon where they accidentally <laughs> capture the three ghosts of present, past, and future. And then they're like, oh, they're trapped (laughs) in the story with Scrooge. And so they have to act as the ghosts. (laughs) I remember it's like, okay, now we're going into your past. And Ray is like, put like one of those Viewmasters on top of Scrooge's head. (laughs) And he had him like, he's running around in a circle in a a wheelchair, pushing Scrooge around. He's like, oh, we're flying off now to your old school when he flips the (laughs) Viewmaster. And Scrooge is amazed by what he's seeing. That was fantastic.
0: (laughs) And this was the real Ghostbusters? Yes. So let's talk about that for a second. Whoa! What the hell was up with that? I don't remember. Which one was the real one? The real one? No. No. The
2: (laughs) the one with the the monkey and the talking ghost car, that was the original Ghostbusters. That was from a, I want to say like a Sunday comics type of thing? I don't know. Like a newspaper type of thing? I
1: always thought the real Ghostbusters was just to differentiate between Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters, because they didn't have licensing to do all of it. Like, they could use the names, and that was pretty much it. Like, they couldn't use likenesses of the actors.
2: No, it's because the creator of the the Ghostbusters, with the uh, big gorilla and the talking car and everything... What the fuck? ...sued... um, (laughs) Whatchamacallit... ...for Ghostbusters and everything for the cartoon, because they're saying, hey... We were the originals. We were the first ones, so that's why they changed their name to the real Ghostbusters. Wait, I'm... The, the, the one with the "real" in it—that's the
0: one with Egon and yes,
2: everything. Okay,
0: and what was it? This other one. So, what came out first—the movie or this other crappy cartoon? The
1: movie. Oh, the movie. But, what?
0: Yeah. but the, okay, this one with the po- supposed talking monkey in car.
2: Did that have anything to do with Ghostbusters, or... Yeah, or, they were still, like, investigating ghosts and stuff. That was Scooby-Doo before Scooby-Doo was around. It was like a comic. But before the movie? Yes. That's what I'm... I just yeah. asked you that, and you said no. Oh, I thought you meant the
1: cartoon. No, I know the cartoon. God damn it. <laughs> yes. so, so, okay. Who's on so, first? What's on second? <laughs> I don't know who's on third. So I'm looking at the, the cast here for the the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Uh, mm-hmm. Some interesting stuff here. Ooh. Um started some, some mainstays, like you recognize these guys from if the Simpsons um, definitely from Futurama. Um Frank Welker, mm-hmm. Maurice Lamarck Right Lamarck, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh Kath uh, sushi uh, Sosushi I don't know how to pronounce her last name either, but um Soki. Winst- Win- Winston Zedemore was played originally by Arsenio Hall. Oh really? Ooh, 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 yeah. Ooh. and Vakeman uh, for 62 episodes was Canada's own Dave Coulier. Whoa. Cut it out. Cut it out. Indeed.
2: So. <laughs> Until uh, Linus Morrison forced him to stop and pay more
1: attention to her. It it kind of goes back to what I was saying though about the same 10 people because um, the, the, the first three people I named are still doing all the voices for everything. Yeah. I mean, they're awesome at it, but... <laughs> it's still the same people.
0: All right, so back to the real question at hand though. The Go Go no Ghostbusters. The There was there was a Ghostbusters that existed before the movie came out. Yes. And then there was a cartoon based on that version of Ghostbusters.
2: No. No. No, the comic book was first and then the big blockbuster movie with Egon and everybody came out. And then they made uh, both sets of cartoons—they're running in tandem. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. I didn't say it. All okay. right, but
0: I'm saying there was a cartoon made off of this comic book Ghostbusters.
2: Yeah, but that also happened after the movie. I did. Who care about
0: the movie? Forget about the movie. I'm just. But that happened, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, that happened. <laughs> and then there was a movie, and then there. But the, then the real Ghostbusters was based off the movie. Yes. <laughs> Time for Niem news yet? Ghostbusters, what do you want?
2: This was a great Ghostbusters episode. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So,
1: so closing argument is that Bill Murray is awesome. That is true. Although I was was reading some of the uh, trivia for the movie before we started. Apparently he and Dick Donner did not get along at all while they were filming.
2: Well, Uh, because Bill Murray is probably smoking all the time in his face. Could have been because everybody knows Dick Donner dislikes smoke.
1: How long have you been sitting on that one, Alex?
2: I just thought of it right now. Right when you said Dick Donner. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I forgot. It was a Dick Donner movie.
1: All right, that, that killed whatever I was going to say. <laughs> Let's just go on to the news. <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> well, we have to introduce it. Wait, we're
2: we doing no, I was throwing, I was What throwing, about... <laughs> Jeff was a waiver in the microphone again.
0: No, I've been here the whole time. Just so. <laughs> oh my god! It's time for Niam News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Um, I got <laughs> I got nothing other than I saw the new Hobbit movie and wasn't a big fan. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad. It was just like
1: forgettable. Um, so I saw it uh, yesterday as well, and I liked it the most out of the
0: the 3 yeah it's I, I can maybe say make that claim but it doesn't mean i liked it that much compared to the lord of the rings
1: oh yeah bad. no yeah no no comparison i i i did enjoy it though i i did enjoy the third movie um although so much cg going on like most of it looked okay for the most part but it's like just CG giant CG action scene after giant CG action scene. And
2: They'll probably know, put it starting in a patch. to wear a little bit. Hmm. They'll probably put in a patch. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, the CG didn't bug me because they there always have been like that. I guess I don't
1: know. Well, even but. more like I I've, they they moved away from some of the, the more practical effects, um, like models and things like that, just for the straight up CG renders. And I think it shows, it kind of loses a lot of the the look that Lord of the Rings had.
2: Probably because they didn't have enough time because they were filming three freaking movies when they could have done maybe one, two at most.
1: Yeah. Well, I think originally they were going to do two movies, and they decided to do three kind of at the last minute. So they had to go back and change a bunch of stuff well after they were in production. Whereas with the original Lord of the Rings, they, they had it all planned out for the three movies. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Although, apparently, there's like at least an extra half hour that Peter Jackson wants to put in for the director's cut for the third movie. Whoa. So who knows what they cut out of. Probably more was, stuff with the dwarves, because they weren't there for a lot of the movie until the, the action scenes were at the end. I was fine with that. That was the one thing I said that
0: didn't feel as long as the other ones did.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed agree with that.
0: that.
1: Yeah. It, that, this one didn't feel too long. Um, although some of the action scenes I felt like were starting to drag a little bit. Yep. the Battle of Five Armies quickly
0: turned into the Battle of like four people, <laughs>
1: and that
0: that's really pissed
1: me
2: off. Man, that's a lot of dead people. Yeah, if five armies died,
1: no, I'm just saying there's only just...
2: four people left. Like... Yeah, that,
1: there's there's some stuff I'd like to get into, but I don't want to spoil anything okay. at this point because it just came out. Maybe we'll talk. <laughs> this is not going to
0: spoil it, but they focus way too much on a character who's not even in the damn books. Hobbit, anyway,
1: and that would be Legolas. Well not he not even the book. the <laughs> the uh, the lackey character got a lot of screen time uh, Alfred the Alfred character yeah the worm tongue of the yeah hobbit. he got a lot of screen time more than the dwarves yeah, like most of the dwarves it was it was kind of weird um, I'm yeah not quite sure what that was all about so yeah,
0: if you like the hobbit. Lord of the Rings, go ahead and watch it, but, you know, I guess don't expect much better than the other two Hobbit movies. Um, if you really like them, then you're going to probably love this. So hmm. uh, I will say I saw an IMAX 3D on accident. I actually bought the matinee, and the guy's like, uh, here's the glasses, and I, he gave he pointed me to the IMAX theater, and it had, hadn't even started yet. It. it was still in trailers. I was like, sweet. So I got a $10 ticket to go watch IMAX 3D. That was pretty <laughs> sweet. Yeah, nice. And I walked in, and I sat down. I finished the trailer for, like, Terminator or something, I really didn't pay attention. But this, they showed the Star Wars trailer. And I'm pretty sure the guy in front of me now has whiplash, because my boner hit him in the back of the chair. <laughs> and
1: got
0: awesome. The Millennium Falcon in 3D IMAX. Oh, my God, it was the best.
2: Damn. Have,
1: have you guys seen the the George Lucas version of the trailer? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, man, that was freaking gold. Yeah.
1: Say, so, yeah, anybody who's seen the trailer and is into it, look up the George Lucas version of the trailer. So
2: many do-backs. <laughs> Panthers <laughs> just walking across the screen from nowhere. Panthers and, like, <laughs> 500 TIE Fighters. In- in- oh, anyways, gosh.
1: No, we-, we won't break it down for you. Just uh, go watch. <laughs> yeah. And that's
0: my news. I don't okay. think i have seen anything else. Okay. Alex. I, got, I got two tidbits. Watching the Flash, watching Arrow, the season mid-season finale has happened. I, know, I guess I'm done talking. Alex, go ahead.
1: season <laughs> uh, Let me just jump in here. I hate this new trend that yeah, games started with like, Mad Men, the mid-season finale. It's bullshit. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead, Alex.
2: Uh, along the lines of the Star Wars trailer, it has been confirmed that uh, that little soccer ball droid, BB, BB-8, is actually a practical effect. It's he's not CG.
1: Yeah, I read about that. Pretty. He's yet.
2: actually yeah, like a little remote control thing that you can tool around with. In an interview, Mark Hamill like confirmed it that he was up at the uh, special effects warehouse or whatever, and he he got to play around with it. That's <laughs> freaking awesome. Did, yeah, did, just just
0: like Zemeckis said about the hoverboards back in '85. So.
1: Did uh? <laughs> did Hamill crash it, and then they had to stitch it up? Happy
0: life day. <laughs> nope, but it's not funny, a- Scott. The guy almost died. We almost, <laughs> almost didn't get Empire and Jedi. <laughs> Too soon, I'm sorry.
2: Hold your fire. Ease off on your main thruster there, Yeah, Jeff. ease off on your main thrusters. <laughs> My other big tidbit is that uh thank you, Sony, for letting the terrorists win. What's up with that?
1: So... Here's everybody keeps saying Sony, but it's not just Sony. It's Sony. Um, the the major theaters all decided to pull the interview, which I, I think is the wrong move. But yes, I, it is. I I don't want to sit here and fault them as like cowards, or you know, because you you know after the shit that's happened in theaters over the last few years, like we we obviously, they, they shouldn't have done it i don't think they should have done it but i don't think everybody should be um calling them out the way that they are cuz you're effectively saying everybody that works for us go ahead and go into work we know that there's threats but we don't care so if you die it's not you know we won't we won't be the ones there you know it's it's kind of a, f- a fine line there like, i think they should have kept it open um let everybody screen or let uh just let it go. Way to,
0: way to walk the fence, Scott. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you think it's a
0: bad idea, but you said you're not. You don't think it's a bad idea.
1: Diplomatic no, I'm, I'm saying no. I'm, I'm saying that they. <laughs> I'm saying they did the wrong move, but I don't think everybody should be like calling them assholes and cowards and shitbags because of it. Okay. I, mean, I don't think it's that simple. Well, so, maybe not shitbags, but the first two. No, it sucks. It's it's effectively censorship, and it's setting a very. Dangerous precedent. Yeah, but on the other hand, I mean, you gotta. I mean, if you put yourself in in the the shoes of these execs, that you know, they're they're effectively saying, "Yeah, we want people to go and work at the theaters, even though there's this threat there." Yeah, but it was. I mean, I, I realize the you credibility. Read, I, re- I realize you- there's like a credibility issue here of on course. how effective the threat could actually be, but still, yeah. All right, so okay, so Jeff's saying I'm walking walk the line, but um, I don't know. What, what do you think, Jeff?
0: I think if – I think – I don't know. <laughs> I think they shouldn't have pulled it. It's bad precedent. They weren't going to do anything. And if they were if they were going to pull it, then – I heard about this a year ago, that North Korea was already pissed and mad at them for doing this. If they were going to back out, then why didn't they do it back then and wait till all the publicity happens? Yeah. So, so. – Grow a pair. They're not even scared of North Koreans. They're scared of more emails coming out because they're calling Angela and Julia brat and stuff, and they don't want to break these ties. That's what they're probably more worried about. These execs don't care about human lives. They care about money.
2: Boom! I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Scrooge. Yeah. They're all so a bunch of know. Bill Murray's at the beginning of the movie.
0: And the movie's going to be terrible anyway. When was <laughs> the last time Seth Rogen made a good movie?
2: I don't know, I heard neighbors was pretty good. No, you didn't. Sure I did. No, nope.
0: I think yeah. uh Super Babs was his last good movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Locked Up was pretty good. Locked up was good. Okay. This is the end? You guys didn't like that?
0: Yeah. No. I haven't I've, seen it but everyone's seen Bits and Pieces. Of that one. Anyway, thanks terrorists. Thank you, Sony. Yeah. Jerks. That's why people have who have PlayStations, that's why Scott's backing off. He's got a PlayStation.
2: <laughs> yeah, all, all us Xbox guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Microsoft would never do anything like that. Never. They're the ones doing the spying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, never mind.
2: That's why you don't have a Kinect at
0: home. The <laughs> Kinect <Your laughs> is not watching you. Every, every movement.
1: Mine's broken. I'm still pissed. Um, that's my so. news. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, I was going to talk a little bit about the the whole shutdown thing or the them pulling the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will talk about my other bit here. Um, every year the National Film Registry chooses a bunch of movies to preserve. So, out of the twenty five, here's some interesting ones that are going in. Like the, it. I don't. I don't know that much about the National Film Registry, but. If it's like the national... The, uh, oh, the national... NFR? Yeah, the old NFR. Uh. <laughs> uh, they? Some some good ones on here. Um, the Big Lebowski's going in. Nice. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. House of Wax. Uh,
2: Rio Bravo. The remake or the original of uh,
1: House of Wax? Pretty sure it's the original. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the one with Paris Hilton? Not, not the one with Paris Hilton. <laughs> Um, let's see, Saving Private Ryan, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. hmm Uh, so, some, some good stuff in here. Yeah. It, it's kind of interesting, like, the dates in these movies that they're, they're pulling in here on this list of 25 are all over the place. Bad dates. Anywhere from 1913 to, I think Big Lebowski's probably the most recent one. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting, um, Thanks for listening,
2: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, the I think we're going to have a uh, bank episode next. But before that, um, Alex, what are we going to be talking about next?
2: <laughs> I'm going to be pulling my usual Alex BS and do something we've never done on Han Shot First. A full-length animated feature.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
2: One that I was forced to watch like... Every oh, wait, wait, day. wait. Can I guess? <laughs> yeah, sure. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, but no. Oh. I was forced to watch this movie on VHS every day, like two times in a row.
1: Was it like an ABBA music video that was animated?
2: <laughs> no, this wasn't my dad's choice. Oh. time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope.
2: I actually like that movie. Five Goes West. Oh, that that's a pizza trash. Five of goes these Nope. It was my sis- five in the hood. It was my sister's favorite, the little mermaid.
1: Alright. Mm-hmm.
0: Looks like we're gonna have to get Brian and Annie on this one because
2: <laughs> Yeah. They got a little girl.
0: All right. Ariel, I know that much. And there's a big boner on the castle on the poster. <laughs> In the poster
2: she, on the VHS
1: and, box. And, and she's a hoarder. is a hoarder.
2: She's a hoarder. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New, new, yeah, new millennium. <laughs> hey, Todd.
1: Feliz Navidad. Feliz
0: Navidad. Bye-bye. Don't worry about it. It wasn't anything important. Cut it all
1: out. Christ's (laughs) sakes, cut it all out. We'll fix it in post.
2: Thanks, Cut. Yeah.